Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. At Progress Coaching, we do not get involved in interviewing work or interviewing skills or anything like that. And the one thing I would share with all of you more than anything is that when we're hiring people, I think we have to change what we do. I think we have to really, really get people to be transparent with themselves. I hear all too often, especially, and I'm going to say it from the younger generation, I don't think the older generation does it as much. I think we all can do this, is we tend to take a job as a stepping stone. Yet you don't say that in the interview, right? You don't say, well, I'm going to be here about six to 12 months and then I'm going to move on and I'm going to take the training that you gave me and I'm going to take it to another company. Most people don't do that, right? Yet I think the employer today should ask some very pointed questions. And I think it can help organizations reestablish their workplace culture. And I think we talk about expectations like a cliché. I think we have to use this during our interviewing and our onboarding process. So, as I suggest this, take this in theory and concept. This is not something that I think you should literally do, yet I want to share it as a concept to illustrate a point in a perspective. When people take jobs, I think we should ask one question. What type of worker are you? Now, before you answer, I want to give you three choices. And before you give me your answer, I want you to know I'm going to write it down and we're going to hold you to it. And then I'm going to ask you, after you tell me what type of worker you are, what we should do when you do not illustrate those attributes. So number one, your first choice is you are outstanding. You go above and beyond the call of duty. You never exhibit a negative attitude. You are positive. You are upbeat. You are committed to learning training. You're open to feedback. You're going to seek feedback on your own. That's number one. Number two, you're a really good employee. For the most part, you'll be helpful. You'll seek help. You'll expect feedback. You'll be okay with the feedback. You may not always agree with the feedback, but you're going to be a really good employee. Number three, you're going to be a lackluster employee. A lackluster employee is somebody who Uh, comes to work, potentially possesses, possesses a negative attitude, doesn't really go above and beyond the call of duty at any given point to help teammates out, can be a little bit arduous and tough to work with and provide feedback. So your choices are really simple. You are either going to be outstanding, good, or let's just call it not so good. Now, before you answer, I want to let you know We're going to write this down and hold you to it. Your first reaction is going to be to hedge. Now, I really want, as I break out of my role play, let me share this with you. This is what people want to do. Well, I'm I'm between a a two and a three. And what they do is they give themselves permission. Don't let them do that. 
and simply say, and and you're going to have the reaction to say, well, I'm between a one and a two or a two and a three or a three and a four, whatever the question is. I want you to make a commitment to the type of employee we can expect. You are either one, two, or three. Now, before you answer, most people will want to say three because it's safe for the interview. Studies show 80% of people are either good or not so good employees. So I want to hear from you, which type of employee can we expect? And if you don't exhibit that set of attributes that we talked about, advise me what we should do. So which one are you? 99% of the people during an interview are going to say, I'm going to be outstanding. Fantastic, John. If you're going to be outstanding, here's my next question. When you do not exhibit those things, what should we do? This is where an interview can get interesting. This is where a discussion, it doesn't even have to be done in an interview now that I think about it. And if he says, well, you know, just remind me or call me into the office and give me a subtle reminder. And and uh, then the next question can be, has someone had to do that before with you? Well, yeah, once or twice. So you can exhibit some attributes of just good or not so good employees. And then you smile, not to get you, but to say, look, if we do that, what if I were to tell you we end your employment right on the spot? Would that be fair? Because we're actually adhering to the commitment and expectation you said we're going to get. So your word is either worth something or not. Now, I can hear HR managers saying, you can't do that in an interview. What is this guy talking about? Yet, you know what? These are the conversations I think we need to have. Now, let me just be candid. Absolutely candid. Not all employees are bad employees. I just think we're putting so much on leadership and putting so much on their shoulders. I think it's okay to look at an employee, maybe during the interview, maybe during the onboarding. Maybe just revisiting a, a, a reset of a team and sitting down with every employee and say, what kind of employee are you going to be? Outstanding, good, or not so good? No hedging. No between one and two. I'm about between two and three. That's why rating questions are so interesting. I always tell people, ask questions uh, on a scale of one to six or one to eight. They can't go in the middle. You know what they do? Well, I'm a between a three and a four. And what people do is they hedge. They fudge. They give themselves permission to, eh, I'm going to occasionally have the bad day. No, either you're committed or you're not. And I think we've lost sight of an employee commitment. I think we've lost sight of people saying things in an interview and forgetting what they said, forgetting the commitment they made. Recently, I had a friend whose son uh, took another job and he's in sales and he went to another job and he said, oh, it's great. You know, I he got this job and he... Uh, um, he got a signing bonus, and it was a really good company. It's something more that he wanted to do. I said, oh, it's great. And I said, how long was he with his prior employer? He goes, six months. I said, wow, that's, a, that's an impact. He goes, what do you mean? He and his son never once considered the impact to the company. And he said, well, I just don't think that was the right fit for him. And, you know, his manager wasn't that great. I go, within six months, your son right out of college, Knew that he had a bad manager in six months? And my friend goes, yeah, boy, the way you asked that, I, I think I kind of know where you're going. I said, I'm just wondering if if your son is considered. If he ever goes into leadership, the people just come and go. They just kind of walk off the job and something better came along and 
And then my friend, who's the most fiercely loyal guy in the world, goes, wow, I haven't looked at it from that perspective. I said, that's my only objective here. I'm happy for your son. I think it's awesome. If it's a better fit, fantastic. But there's going to be a better fit down the road. So what is his longevity with the company? Six months? That's a dangerous pattern. And, and my friend was great about it, right? It's a friend, and that's not always the greatest person to have those conversations with. But we have to be very candid with our employees and ask them, what type of employee are you going to be? Great. So anything outside of, outside of those behaviors or those aspects or attributes, what would you like me to do? It gets them to think about accountability. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.